The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, good morning and welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days days of Love hope. hope. <laughs> I'm Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiel the day after Christmas. Ooh. Oh my gosh, what a day yesterday. Family, presents, food, laughter, yes. joking, yes. practical. Jo- oh my gosh, we had so much fun. Merry Christmas, well, Mike. Merry Christmas to you and looking Thank forward you. to the new year with you and the and the ministry, the, the Hope Rain Show. And I, I, week two had a great, great celebration of Christmas and uh, I hope yours is great too. You know, you, you have the grandkids. I don't yet. And, and uh, six or seven do you have now? Seven. I can't keep up. Only one child with seven kids. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't have five kids because yeah, 35 really. grandkids would be a lot. But that has to be fun when you have all those little ones running around and getting well, excited. And It's from 15 down to uh, four months. Oh, really? And, yeah. And wow. just the differences in their personalities. Sure. But I'm always so watching these kids. They just they just take care of each other. They're like, I said to my daughter and so on, are you teaching this? They just bond with each other. Oh, I you love know, that. When you got seven kids in I one small that. house, <laughs> something good happens, but it's well, all good. Well, thank you for joining us. I know it's the day after the big day. Maybe you're traveling to a loved one's house. Maybe you're not traveling because of COVID and you're, you're playing it safe or or, or maybe you're, you're self-quarantining or, or maybe you're just uh, hanging out with, with a bunch of people and just uh, just just listening to a radio show. We're so glad that you joined us. Eight Days of Hope uh, travels the country to help families rebuild their homes for free after natural disasters. We started 15 years ago after Hurricane Katrina and we've helped out over 7,000 families families now for free all in the name of Jesus also we've launched a new arm of the ministry where we uh, build safe houses for those rescued from sex trafficking so some homes we built in eight days that's why the name eight days of hope uh, our rapid response trips uh, this past uh, October November we were in Louisiana with Hurricane Laura and Delta Hurricane Zeta in Mississippi we've gone coast to coast this year it's been our busiest year ever and today Mike our okay. goal is to share some God-sized stories yes. from the mission field. So this is a feel-good hour, not because <laughs> we want to feel good. We want to share with you what God has been doing sure. through volunteers with Eight Days of Hope. Well, there's a reality uh, in Jesus that happens when you go out to a missions trip like and that. you do a few things. Uh, first of all, you just say yes to the call. And then you go. There are going to be God moments that you're going to touch somebody else's life, but most important, and always, God's going to touch your life. And those are God stories, too. I mean, there's just so much happens. We'll hear some of those stories today. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we had a couple of leaders on Butch and Jolene Price from Ohio. And our guest today is from Ohio. More on him in a minute. And and uh, Butch is 76. His wife's roughly around that same age. And they're still serving full-time sure. uh, as volunteers. And the impact hmm. these 50 and 60 60 and seven-year-olds. Yes, we, we need the 30-year-old volunteer too. I sure. guess my point is, some of us think that as we age, okay, it's time, we're retired now, we're just going to chill out. No, what do we no, do now no. with our time? This is the perfect time for you to join Eight Days of Hope. Uh, are you an administrator? Are you a cook? Uh, do you know how to do wiring? Uh, are you a painter? Uh, can you drive a truck or a car? 
Can you fold T-shirts? Can sure. you uh, clean a bathroom or clean a feeding facility where we're feeding the volunteers? There's something for everybody at Eight Days of Hope. You just don't want to retire and go sit in a chair no. and do your own gardening. No. I mean, that, that's going to fizzle out soon. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, up in Buffalo, New York, where we live, man. He, well, that fizzles he, out two he, months. <laughs> you got about two, three months to grow your products. But hey, thank you for joining us in Kansas this week, uh, in Missouri. Uh, our friends in Iowa. We just opened up our Midwest satellite in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. It's going to be a busy year in Midwest. Oh I mean, I hate it that there's going to be disasters, but either sure. natural disasters will be there if needed. But these safe houses, Mike, for those rescued from sex trafficking, uh, mm. we already just announced that our next one is in February. It's where our national headquarters is located, the same Tupelo. city, Tupelo, Mississippi. Yeah, February 13th to the is it 27th? Man, how do you know all that? You said that, and I, I wrote you, it down. I said, Oh, you wrote it down. Okay. I'm well, thinking, you, you, man, you're good with your numbers today. I like no, it. No, I'm learning so much from you. You <laughs> are, I mean, in an instant, everybody's heads will spin and say, how does he remember all that? You're good. You're, you're excellent thank, numbers. Thank so, you. But For anyway. whatever reason, I, I could still hold on to some of them. But hey, uh, we're going to be building a place to provide hope to 20 adult females who okay. are rescued from sex trafficking. Okay. It's the fastest growing crime in the world. In February 13th through February 27th, we are looking for volunteers, but we cap it. Uh, we'll provide the food and the lodging, but we only need 50 skilled people. But here's the skill set we need for this project. Okay. We need people that know how to hang drywall, that know how to finish drywall, right. that know how to paint, that know how to put down ceramic flooring. Mm. There's like 8,000 square feet of ceramic flooring and 500 pieces of drywall. Really? Need to be hung. Well, and folks, and remember, too, you're going to be fed well. Oh, very yeah. well, and yeah. we're going to follow all the guidelines too. We're going yeah, to be with COVID nineteen. Yeah, we'll right. we'll we'll you'll sleep in, you know differently like we've done in the, the previous fourteen years. Mm-hmm. We'll feed you real good, and actually. We're going to be lodging at our national headquarters. So if you've been intrigued with Eight Days of Hope oh, and you want to go boy. down to Tupelo, and one of our national partners, American Family Radios in Tupelo as well. That's and right. so maybe here's an idea. You know what? We're going to do this. We're going to find a way to Uh-oh, he's getting take an those. Idea. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Mike. You keep your wallet in your pocket. We're, we're good there on this one. But maybe they come down and they volunteer with Eight Days of Hope. They build a safe house, but then they do a tour over at AFR as well. That'd be fun. I'd sign up for that, but I'm not skilled. <laughs> Can I come <laughs> oh, yeah. down for the tour? No, I'm well, just we kidding. are looking for skilled people, but if you're interested, email us at safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com. Yes. So what do you do in this holiday season? What, what do you got going on the next week or two before the big, <laughs> we're all dying for, oh. for 12-31-2020 at 11-59. How about you? I'm staying up for this one. Oh, yeah. This one, I'm going to be there when 2021 kicks off. Oh, gosh. Well, you know, we're, we're looking into the new year. What we what can we do better? This time we always review, you know, oh, okay. what, what we've done, what we uh, set our goals to be, where what we've been successful in, what we need to be better in. A lot of that is... Uh, relationally, spiritually, and we've got a small business that we're operating now too, and just are we doing things right? And uh, so it's it's a process of thought process to get on target. So that's intriguing. Do you actually sit down with your wife or people close to you and, and talk that through, pray that through? Is that something you do by yourself? Actually, both, because there's cer- certain areas that I, I, I probably it's stronger in that I have to, not that I'm better in than she is, I just, sure. I operate in that area, yeah. and she operates 
right alongside me over the same business in a different area. So we, yeah, but we do communicate. We have to. And I know your wife, there's areas that she's gifted in, Mike, that you maybe were in the middle of the line or the end of the line when God was handing those out, right? <laughs> well, if we did it on a scale of one to 10, she's she's definitely a 10. I got to I gotta try to climb the ladder. Oh, man. It is a good time. You know, people with resolutions and things, and I, you know, the number one resolution, of course, is weight. I'm going to eat better. But Mike, this was a trying year, but boy, the body sure. of Christ showed up this year mm. through Eight Days of Hope. Nine rapid response trips. Volunteers traveled safely. Yes. And, and we did things differently. We did, especially in March. We were in Nashville. The tornadoes hit, hit in Nashville, and then the pandemic really ramped up. And I think our eyes were opened up that we had to do some things differently to not only protect the volunteers, but as if not more importantly, sure. protect the families we were serving. But I don't think that slowed down the volunteers. You know, the ministry has put all the guidelines in places, whatever you know state that we were in, and, and had to follow them. But they're the volunteers are coming out in strong to get this job done. Go figure in a COVID year. How does this happen? But God. It, it, definitely God. You know, God gives us wisdom on how to respond. And regardless if you, you know, are all the way to the left in the political dial or all the way to the right. Right. Uh, if you're a follower of Jesus, he calls us to set aside our differences mm-hmm. and to love and serve the brokenhearted and be a light. Uh, in a very dark world, in a very a world right now that is confused and hurting and lonely, fighting mm-hmm. depression sometimes. Sure. You know, some people, this has been a tough time for those who are, are mentally ill or have challenges mm-hmm. uh, that fall along those lines. But I've said this line many times, this has been the perfect time for the, the church, church to shine. Right. To Absolutely. shine. Not to bring glory to their name. But to bring glory to our Father sure. in heaven, Mike. Absolutely. We want to say at the same time, too, if you've volunteered with Eight Days of Hope on many occasions and you don't feel real comfortable with the, with the COVID, maybe there's some things going on, yeah, don't that's come. great. There's yeah. not going to... Pray. Yeah. Pray, yeah, pray, There pray. you go. Pray, pray We always for say pray, and if it's not the time to volunteer right now, okay. And donate. We can all we can do all those. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, our year-end video, it has been viewed now, I think, over 20,000 times. Really? In just the last week or so. Uh, it's exciting. up on our website. Go to mm-hmm. 8daysofhope.com, and you'll get to see a video of us in Nashville, of us doing some COVID work. You know, we had the, the feeding initiative, Mike, in the months of September and October. Mm-hmm. God opened up a door. We shipped... 40 tractor trailers oh, filled of food to over 75 churches in multiple states so the church would be there for their communities and their congregation. What an amazing time to pivot for the ministry. Yeah, and these these semi-trucks were pull, pulling up into church parking lots. The church people were coming out, helping unload them and deliver them. And what better contact than with people, invite them back to their church or follow up on them. Excellent. And what I liked about that, even though there had to be one church that we brought the load to, time and time again, churches were calling other churches yes. to say, hey, we've got enough food for 1,100 families. We, you know, we need 300. Do you need some? And I saw right. more networking, Mike, in 2020, more playing well together, playing nicely together, right, uh, by churches than I've ever seen before. That just got a blow your mind and and make your heart happy that there's people of all denominations all walks for the common cause and isn't isn't that just like an eight days of hope trip you know they come out for one purpose to serve and love and and people it's been an amazing time again more information of the ministry go to eight days of hope.com you're in giving mike you know we have what five days left of the year okay. 
And this is the time that we really need your help, uh, the listener. And I love what you said, Mike. It all starts with prayer. So sure. please, you know, during the program, after the program, uh, your prayer journal, throw eight days hope down there. We, we your, Our leaders, our 160 volunteer leaders, uh, as God has called us to love and serve people, uh, the brokenhearted, those in need. Uh, but this is a great time, mm-hmm. uh, and we really would need and, and could use your help with a donation. Sure. You can donate online, our year-end giving. Uh, if you watch our year-end video, at the end of the video, we, we tell you what year-end giving is going to go to. But right now, the ministry has grown so much. You can give online and become a monthly partner. You can give a one-time gift. It's tax-deductible. You can mail a donation. We, we still get checks. We like checks. They, they're good. <laughs> we'll, we'll cash them, and those dollars will be used. Um, Mike, we're very frugal. I don't know. You know what? I hope and pray that people that volunteer or donate feel like we're good stewards of God's resources but what a perfect time to give well can you tell us just briefly and what are some of the things we needed to purchase and yeah, did and what yeah. we still need to purchase you know we have expanded the ministry uh, God has expanded the ministry so much we have about three million dollars of equipment all paid for we have three different facilities that we operate one in the south one in the northeast one in the midwest all paid for that's um, awesome and we, we need to buy some more pickup trucks mm-hmm. to pull our equipment. This year, multiple times, we were, we were in more than one place at a time. Okay. And so we're pulling a shower trailer to North Carolina to help out with a hurricane or a tornado. And then we need our laundry trailer, 10 commercial washers and dryers in Cedar Rapids. Sure. And if we need a feeding team in Louisiana because of Hurricane Laura and Delta, while we need some equipment in Bay St. Louis for Hurricane Zeta, so we need two more pickup trucks, F-350s, those are about $65,000 each. Yeah, and while there's so many great ministries out there, we're one of the few ministries that actually bring the equipment. We do. Heavy equipment, right? So Bobcats, that's the other thing. We sure. need more Bobcats. We have multiple Bobcats. They were deployed nonstop this year. Oh, yeah. And so we need to purchase a couple of those as well. So again, um, $5, $50, $500, $5,000, wherever God, you know, Everyone is gifted differently, you sure. know, financially. But please consider sowing into the ministry. Eight Days of Hope. Go to 8daysofhope.com. You can mail a check to Post Office Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi. That's where our national headquarters is at, T-U-P-E-L-O, Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. Do it today. <laughs> There's five days left. Yeah, there, there, there is. Um Today, I'm really excited for our guest. His name is Todd Kandel. Mm. He has been with Eight Days of Hope since day one. He was on the first trip first to trip. Bay St. Louis, Waveland, Mississippi. I didn't know that. After no. Hurricane Katrina, he's been a board member. He has served with us time and time and time again. Okay. Uh, he's an amazing leader. He's a business leader, and we're going to get a chance to talk to him in just a couple minutes. Looking forward to it. Oh, Looking me too. forward to me it. Too. Thank you for joining us today. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. The fastest growing crime in America and across the world is sex trafficking. We're talking about millions of lives, even children. Did you know the average age of a child who's trafficked in America is 12 years old? 
eight Days of Hope has decided to be a part of the solution with the body of Christ around the country. It's amazing to think that there's 13,000 animal shelters in our country, and that's a good thing, but there's less than 1,000 safe places for people who've been rescued from sex trafficking to go to. I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take its blinders off and end this human tragedy. At 8 Days of Hope, we're going to partner with an existing ministry, and for 14 days, we'll bring skilled volunteer professionals to renovate, rebuild, or remodel facility so that more can be rescued and receive the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. For more information on how you can get involved with our Safe House construction ministry, please email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, the day after Christmas. And you're joining us. Thank you. That's like a present to myself, Steve yeah. Tiber, and my friend Mike Fiello. Yeah, so, so did you get everything that was on your list that <laughs> I, I sent you? <laughs> no, no, wait a minute, now, brother. You know, this is, I know how you roll. It'll be oh. middle of January. We'll be on this the show. And I'll say, Mike, I didn't get it yet. And you're going to say, well, it's been bad. You know, shipping's been tough this oh, year, yeah. Steve. It's in the mail. It's, it's all, everything's backed up, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, welcome to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. We try to share God's side stories from the mission field. We travel the country. And we love and serve the brokenhearted, usually using our hands with the gifts God's given us. We build things for families uh, after natural disasters. In fact, we build their homes for free. Mm. Just think about that. Their homes are built for free, all in the name of Jesus. And Mike, our latest arm, and it's probably the arm that yes. I know that you and I mm-hmm. uh, sometimes we get goosebumps talking about it because sure. we can't believe the need is there, but it is. It's building a safe place for those rescued from sex trafficking. And we just finished our latest project. It's on our YouTube channel. Go to Eight Days of Hope on YouTube. Check it out. A 17,000 mm. renovation in 17 yep. days in Indianapolis, Indiana. A ministry called Not Today. Yeah. Frank and Linda Reich yeah, founded Frank this. Reich. Yeah. Yep. Coach of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, former Buffalo Bill. That's right. Uh, quarterback. So, no, he coached in Philadelphia, San Diego, Buffalo. Um, might have been down in Charlotte too for a cup of coffee. I can't remember, but played most of his career. He still has an NFL record and yes. a college record. No, so he has the greatest comeback ever in the NFL. He's the quarterback of the Bills when right. they beat the then Houston Oilers in mm-hmm. 1993. And yes, booyah, I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was on radio. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it wasn't yeah. on TV. I'm going crazy. I wanna... And the, the other record he holds is the most fumbles in a Super Bowl game by really? a quarterback. Four fumbles. That. Wow. Against the that. Dallas Cowboys in Atlanta. 
and I was there as well. Well, I hope they remember the comeback part of it better than. <laughs> uh, all right, hey, let's get to our guest today, Mike. I, you know, there's like a small group of men that yes. I just look at and say they pour into me more than they ever know. Mm. And this gentleman, both in the business world and the ministry world, um, today we get the chance to hang, hang out with Todd Kendall. Todd, good morning. How are you, my friend? Good morning. Um, I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for uh, inviting me. <laughs> no, man, we appreciate you taking time. I know you're leading a business. Here we are, December 26th, the day after Christmas, and you're taking time to hang out with us. That's awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, tell the listeners a little bit about uh, you, your family, uh, marriage, kids, where you live, what you do for a living, and then we'll talk about how you learned about Eight Days of Hope. Okay. Well, uh, I live in North Central Ohio, actually in uh, Amish country, Holmes County. Um, I've been in construction uh, since I graduated high school. Started as a mason and worked my way through, ended up building houses, uh, and and actually ended up with a siding company here in uh, northeastern Ohio. Uh, Married uh, to my bride of 32 years. Uh, three children, a nurse, a uh, veterinarian, and my son is involved in the siding business, uh, looking to finish his future out here. So it's looking pretty good for him, I think. So, <laughs> so Todd, where did your connection come with the Eight Days of Hope? Well, when I when I left the building world and got involved with the siding company um, 20 years ago, um, we took a a trip down to Boonville, Mississippi, to see a siding manufacturer, which happened to be the siding that we were uh, promoting here in Ohio. And it was Heartland Siding at the time, and we met a guy named Steve Tiber, and um, seemed like a pretty cool dude. And, uh, and it <laughs> didn't make a it. real great connection, but it was an introdu- introduction, <laughs> let's say, because um, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't busy enough. But the owners of the company were talking to Steve, so. Um, but at any rate, uh, that's when I made, that was when our introduction happened. That was back in 2000, Steve, May yeah. of 2000. Yeah, wow. I had just moved down to Tupelo, Mississippi from Buffalo, and back then was a vice president of the sales of a vinyl siding company. And yeah, you're right, that's that's when our, our, our paths crossed. And um, I, I know he wouldn't tell the world this, but their company, Mike, they they install more vinyl siding for builders and, mm-hmm. and, and remodelers in Ohio um, they're the largest company of, of their type in, in America. Hmm. And and what they do and how they do it and the workmanship. I mean, okay. you know those communities in sure. Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Ohio. Mm-hmm. The craftsmanship and the workmanship is second to none. Okay. And, and Todd and, and the owners were leading you know, many, many employees uh, and making an impact in, in the remodeling industry. Um, Todd, so so I know that's when we met, but how did you hear that we were going, wait a minute, I, I do remember, but the listeners don't know, <laughs> Eight Days of Hope 1, you were there. You were in Bay St. Louis, yep. Waveland, Mississippi, December of 2005 after Hurricane Katrina. Let's not talk necessarily how you connected there, but let's talk about when you were there. You showed up and, and you had a chance to walk downtown Bay St. Louis, Waveland, right after Katrina. What was going through your mind? Well, um, several different things happened on that trip. Uh, first of all, uh, you reached out, just made the call. You know, we're up in Ohio, Hurricane Katrina hits, and we hear about a storm along the coast, which 
you know, we hear that often. It doesn't affect us. And, you know, we heard it in your voice. We heard the passion. Hey, this, I don't know if you realize how bad this is, but there are people hurting. So is there anything you guys could do to help? And, and myself and my partners, uh, we just said, Steve, what do you need? And where do you want us to show up? And we loaded up a couple vehicles. We drug a trailer with a bunch of tools. We got down there. Our intention was to go down there and bless these people. Boy, were we blown away. That's not how this kind of trip works, folks. If, you, if you've never been on one, you don't go down there and bless people. God meets you there. He uses your gifts and talents and what, you, what he's entrusted you with, the skills, whatever that is, and we all have them. We just may not realize it yet. But whatever God's created you for, you have something to give back. So, um, I mean, that's a mouthful. But when, when we got there, we had no idea. Um, and on the way back from during that trip and on the way back from that trip, it's hard to describe. Um, I've told people it's the closest you're going to get to how we're going to experience in heaven as, as you'll ever see on earth. Mm, you have a, um, you have a body of believers that come together and they all have one common focus. There's absolutely no division. Um, we talk about all the time, Steve, Mike, we talk about, we go to these trips and we have thousands of people and how can there not be more confusion or frustration in the business world? You don't pull that many people together without frustration. Why aren't they doing that? Or why am I? Yeah. Conflict, (laughs) right? So, um, I'm not, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I felt when we got there. I, I, um, had to, I had, uh, I think I had a good focus, but, um, God had something different in mind in meeting me and our group on that trip and what it has led to from there. It's just, um, yeah, great experience. So if you're listening to the show for the first time, Come on an eight days of hope trip. There's no problems. There's no issues. There's no. <laughs> yeah, we're no, perfect. I, 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 just kidding. So, Todd, uh, birthed on that out of that first trip. What what is your role with with eight days of hope? Oh, you mean today or back then? Well, well let me go back then. I, I kind of double that question. What did you do when you first got down there? As for the physical work, and then what what is what does it bring you today? Okay. So we got down there, and, of course, Steve knew our group, and he knew, you know, what we did and the tools that we brought. He knew what we were capable of doing. All said, stars. You know I'm going <laughs> to give you guys a house. You just This house needs to be gutted. Yeah, just go build it in done. eight days. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we went there and just had a hee-haw. I mean, we just, it was, I think that's the right word. Yeah, we, um, <laughs> hee-haw. we went there, and we <laughs> We tore, uh, we tore into that, and we uh, met people from Virginia and people from Mississippi that we couldn't quite understand. But we, we just had a great time. Um, and, and Steve, just you know, call us if you need something, um, and we'll tell you where to go pick it up. If you have trucks available and trailers, go pick up what you need. And so we kind of ran the job as what today we would call a job leader. Back then, we didn't know what that meant. Right, right, right. You know, so... So the, the kind of um, in my my background again is all in construction, and I um, it's crazy to think. Uh, earlier I said that you know my involvement is all on the construction side. Whenever we go to a rebuilding trip, and to not have that chaos and conflict and frustration 
And the amount of work that we pulled together in eight days and the materials and the people and volunteers from all across the country that have never worked together. And we can't get that out of one of our crews at times. It's five guys that have worked together for years. And they have conflict in a day. Yeah, and you're, so you're, we, on, you're, we pull people. <laughs> and you're on to something, Todd. You know, I, I remember in Hackleburg, Alabama, a tornado uh, hit that area in April of 2011. And we had come later in the year. And we were building homes for widows from the ground up. Well, yeah. not we. I, I wasn't doing any of that. But but, but, but you and your teams um, and these volunteers, what's amazing to me is when the, the family that you're building a home for, they're like, well, how long have you, you, know, how long have you worked together? Like, what do you mean work together? Yeah. We, we, you know, we volunteer. Like, oh, okay, so how many trips have you been on? Well, this is my first day. This is my first day. And then they see what God does to strangers who don't know each other. Mm. But then you become like lifelong friends, Todd. I mean, you're part of that extended eight days of hope family, and and boy, you must look back at the last fifteen years. Share share a moment, a story, maybe a family that we served, or when when it looked like there was no way for a problem to be solved, that God showed up. Um, and any of the trips, do you have do you have anything, a story or two that you can share with the listeners? Oh, you know, I. One of, one of them that comes to mind is uh, in Houston, um, and we had a mess in Houston, and it was our first, um, actually, this was, uh, this was rapid response okay. after Hurricane Harvey. Oh, my right? gosh, yeah. Hmm. And um, a new group came in, a group of volunteers, and they, they, they were from the West Coast. Some of them were from Seattle, and some of them were from Portland. And then we, I had some other local volunteers from around Houston, and we went to this uh, went to this location, and we were helping this family, and they were, uh, I believe it was Vietnamese, but it was a language that we we had a language barrier, and it was very difficult. She had just uh, the woman was there by herself, widowed. She lost her husband due to mold issues from living in this oh, house boy. after the flooding. So she was um, in a bad place, uh, couldn't communicate. I mean, we were at a law. It was, it was so uh, just hard to describe. And we were there to help her. She didn't want to move her stuff. She was very kind of guarded and protected and emotionally. I can't imagine. We can only imagine what she was going through. Um, we went back that day trying to regroup with our group. We couldn't figure out what what we we're going to do with the, the challenges that we had. A couple other members, this is what happens on these trips, a couple other members from their group that came from the West Coast. They finished up on the job that day. They really didn't have enough work. Wondered if they could tag along and come along on the trip with us the next day to that same home. One of those ladies that came along with us spoke their her language fluently, oh my. made a connection, that woman came out when she was guarded. She would come out of her house. She wouldn't talk. She hardly would look up at you. By the by, the end of that second day, she was out circling up and praying with us and helping and showing us pictures and communicating through now a connection that we had. You know, I, we can't make that up. We don't have. I mean, right, right, I didn't ask right. if do we have anybody that can speak this. They just said, hey, we have a couple of people that. <laughs> right. I mean. So, but but that's that's one example, one small. Every trip we go on, every day, some right. group has that kind of experience. Sure. 
You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiala. And Todd Kandel is our uh, guest today. He lives in Ohio. He's in the building material industry. And he has been on uh, every single rebuild trip. Uh, I believe that Eight Days of Hope is done, or almost every one. And, um, and, and, and you have traveled from coast to coast. Uh, you've been a board member for Eight Days of Hope. We, uh, you know, Todd, is, as you know, Mike, is a very yeah. smart man, a businessman, you know, loves the Lord. So sure. he understands that, you know, you, you know, loving the Lord is more important than business. And yet there's a business when you, when you purchase, you know, a million dollars of food and building materials in Houston to do mm-hmm. $15 million of work in two eight-day periods. Let's talk about Houston for a minute, Todd. Um, Hurricane Harvey hits 330,000 families homes flood 300,000 families have no insurance nowhere to turn and you Mike and I are three of 4,692 volunteers (laughs) serving families in the name of Jesus when you look back at that trip which is still by far the, large, the largest volunteer effort of its kind ever. Praise God, because I tell people, I don't know if we're good, but I know he's great. That's right. Um, what, do you, what goes through your mind when you think about, you know, that two eight-day periods where, you know, the, feeding the volunteers, you know, every day? What, what goes through your mind of everything that happened during that, that two-week period? Uh, I, I, it's... You know, I think back to that trip, and, and if you remember, I had, I had a uh, right. an interesting, um, I, I had a challenge during that trip. If you remember, yes. uh, midway through the second week, I ended up in the hospital in the ER. I have was having uh, pain in my neck and pain down the outside of my left arm, and I, um, I wasn't concerned, but I think I was doing a job leader training, and it was a doctor from the New England somewhere and he said hey you've got symptoms if you were my patient I'd send you to the ER or you've got heart attack symptoms so of course I went and got it checked out it was all muscular ended up I had a pinched disc mm-hmm. in my neck and uh, nerve so I ended up having to have surgery once I got back home but I don't want to get too lost there um, what's important for me on that trip is every person that goes on a trip like this God will meet you where you need him to meet you. And on that trip, Steve, I was overwhelmed. My responsibility being in charge of construction, I could not handle myself what what I needed to do. And I was taking it all on myself, and I was taking it yeah, personally, and I was I, taking yeah. way too much. We had such a strong team. Mm. And and what I learned in that trip and what, what, what I felt was spoken to me through all that pain was, you know, God tells us to show up. Bring the talents that you've got. You 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 can't do this. I want you to show up and watch what I can do. Mm. So the lesson that I learned on that trip, yeah, everything that we accomplished was amazing. A lot of it was done without <laughs> without any leadership of mine because I was, you remember, I was laying on the cot. I couldn't yeah. hardly move. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a different experience. What was accomplished through that trip was definitely nothing that we can do. It was a group a, a body coming together with a common focus, and God showed up and showed Houston, this is the way the church is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. This is how it's supposed wow. to be. That's rich. You know, Mike, it's interesting as, as Todd Kandel is— mm-hmm. um, was was our construction leader. Okay. I mean, the buck stopped with him. He sure. was the ultimate, 
day-to-day leader over a two eight-day period where we helped mm-hmm. rebuild 808 homes in 15 days. And that was 8 Days of Hope in Houston. More information about the ministry, go to the website, 8daysofhope.com. I, what I find interesting, though, about what he just shared, Mike, sure. this ministry is based not around a person. Okay. I get it. There's got to be a leader day-to-day, mm-hmm. and um, you know, th- th- it will always be that way. But here's probably, probably the most important person mm-hmm. during that two eight-day period, but God still showed up. Yes. God still delivered. Mm. God raised up other leaders to step in Todd. You know that had to be killing Todd. Sure. sure. Knowing, I mean, this was yeah. the biggest trip ever. Mm. 239 families had kitchen cabinets laid out, bought, shipped, paid mm. for, and installed. Okay. And this guy's laying down because of an element, and yet... This ministry is more than one person or sure. two or three. This is the body of Christ sure. saying, God, we love you. We love others. We're ready to serve you in your sure. name. Well, you don't want to see anybody, especially Todd, as gracious as he is and a, and a strong leader, to have to go through a physical thing like that on a trip when oh, you're serving. Of course not. But how many times, Steve, and you know this, Todd, you know this, that God just brings us to a point for whatever reason. You don't want to wish that on anybody that you have to go through that, but brings us to a point that we really know that we know that we know this yeah. is God. And, and yeah. this sounds like that. Go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely got my attention. You know, sometimes he, <laughs> I bet it he, did. he's going to get our attention. I it doesn't it. matter. <laughs> oh, I bet it did. Uh, hey, we got to take a quick break. Uh, thank you for joining us this Saturday. We pray that um, your Christmas yesterday was an awesome one. Thank you for hanging out with us, maybe around the fireplace, maybe somewhere in uh, Georgia uh, or New York. Do they have fireplaces in Georgia? Yeah, they probably do. They do. I'm kidding you. <laughs> they but, have wood there. Yeah, no, no, but we're so glad that you've joined us today here on Hope Reigns. We're talking to Todd Kandel. He's one of the leaders, volunteer leaders of 8 Days Hope. And when we come back after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about the newest arm of the ministry where 8 Days of Hope supports an organization to provide physical, spiritual, and emotional help to those who've been rescued by sex trafficking. And we're going to talk about Todd, the vision for that ministry, how Todd feels connected and why the need is there when we come back. Hey, you're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope thanks Provia for their support. Provia is a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia combines automation with human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More information about the variety of products is available at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. Here's Steve Tiber, president of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the past 15 years, over 40,000 volunteers have served over 7,000 families after natural disasters. We've also renovated and rebuilt facilities to bring hope and healing to those rescued from sex trafficking. At Eight Days of Hope, we travel coast to coast in the name of Jesus to minister to the brokenhearted. For more information, as always, please visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope is now located in three different areas around the country. 
Our national headquarters is located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Our Northeast satellite is in Buffalo, New York, and our Midwest satellite just opened up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. God has provided three facilities for us to respond on a moment's notice to love and serve those in need. We would love to add additional monthly partners as we continue to grow. If you're interested in supporting 8 Days of Hope, please click on the Donate tab on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Please consider supporting 8 Days of Hope today. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiella. And you always try to make me laugh when I come back on the air. You're like messing with me. No, Why no. Why do you mess with me? We're friends. <laughs> hey, hey, I just like the way your enthusiasm and that. <laughs> come on, man. That's the Steve I know, no matter if he's in front of a microphone or, or loving on you over a meal. You know, you're just, ex- you're an exciting uh, guy. you're fine. <laughs> well, welcome to Hope Rains. Thank you, Mike. Welcome to Hope Rains, a broadcast of 8 Days Hope. We're hanging out with Todd Kandel. He's in Ohio. He's a, a leader of a very large building material installation company in Ohio. And Todd, you've been on many, many trips with 8 Days of Hope to help out after natural disasters. When you heard 8 Days of Hope was going to start a new arm of the ministry to provide hope to those rescued from sex trafficking by building facilities for free, what went through your mind? Oh, what what went through my mind? Um, You know... I'm at I'm at this uh, point in my life that I'm trying to figure out, um, you know, what were we created for? And um, I truly believe in uh, kind of, a, in my mind, a mission statement of Eight Days of Hope is to love and serve where there's a need. And, in fact, that's it's we have it plastered all over yeah. trailers and yeah. equipment and stuff. So um, I believe that, I mean, to my core. And when I first heard about this, I think... I, like a lot of people, I wasn't even aware that this is going on. Mm. I mean, around us. It doesn't matter where you're listening right now. It's going on around you. It's going around, on around me in Ohio and in Come Buffalo on. and Indianapolis. And so I thought, well, if we're called to love and serve where there's a need, and this is where there is a need, and we can use the skills and the talents and you know everything God has entrusted to us with over our lives— we should use that to give back where there's a need. So yeah. to me, it was an obvious of stacking up this, this, this. Yeah, that's absolutely we should do that. 
So, I mean, I'm all in. Whatever I can do to help um, these uh, innocent children that should not have to deal with this and, you know, to give them a, a future, to give them a chance. Um, if there's not people that step in the way of what's going on, these kids won't have a chance. Boy. They won't grow up. They won't have an adult opportunity like, you know, God intended for them. I mean, he created them just like he's created us. And we, I, I think it's just meaning of the need. All that to say, it's an obvious, if we're called to love and serve where there's a need, this is a big one. And I think people need to wake up, do a little bit of research, and I think they uh, would be surprised like I was. So, Todd, do you see any differences major differences between doing a rebuild, a disaster response, a rapid response, or a safe house? Is there some difference in the vibe of what is happening in that moment? Uh, yeah, I think, I think there's a difference. I think that, you know, and uh, typically the, uh, the rebuild trip is a, there's so much more going on on a rebuild after a disaster so we can handle much larger groups of volunteers because there's so many more things to do if we're doing a very specific build or rebuild on a building um, it requires much more specific skilled trades let's say because we don't have the need to go and um, serve in the community and help people and pass out water and help people with new mattresses and new furniture you know whatever we do sure. for the entire community it's much more focused so part of that is the focus on the construction building process. But I think it's also, it's um, it's so much more intentional. I mean, we know we're, we're all together working on this one location and we know exactly what's going to happen here when we're done. You we know, know the impact is going to, we think generations, right, Steve? We think generations absolutely. down the line with the difference. Some of the differences that come to my mind, Todd, uh, um, when we're building a safe house for those rescued from sex trafficking, when we're doing natural disasters, Mike, we're having interactions with the families we're serving. You know, we're praying with them. We're inviting them to dinner. Sometimes those families you're loving on make a decision for Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, they share their heartbroken stories. Uh, we get to have a personal connection and sometimes right. develop long-term relationships. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have volunteers that get Christmas cards and I mean, it's amazing. Here, we're partnering with a ministry. Okay. And so we go there, and we're not meeting anyone who's been rescued. Mm -hmm. We're preparing a facility that when we leave, we pray over it. I mean, this last thing sure. that we this last project in Indianapolis, you know, we had a, a, a day, and I don't know if it was the day you were there, Todd, but one of the days I was there, we had a prayer walk around the building. That's awesome. Knowing that we would never meet anyone any child that's been rescued from trafficking that will be loved on in the facility. But we know that, that today, today, Mike, right. there are kids mm -hmm. there today being because served in the name of Jesus sure. because of Todd Candell yes. in Ohio, because of, because of Todd, uh, Todd, uh, 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 you know, all the volunteers right. names, Everyone. You, know, you pick out, you know, 50 names Sure. in our next project. We're here today to tell you we need volunteers. We're going to be going to Tupelo, Mississippi, okay. our national headquarters. Um, if that, that's where we're located. And in that city, we're building a facility that's going to be serving the state of Mississippi. And February 13th, 
through February 27th. Here's the skill set we need. So if you're listening today, the day after Christmas, and and, and you're eating another Christmas cookie like I will be in 20 minutes, um, <laughs> you know, if you know how to do drywall, you know how to hang drywall, you've done it in the past, either sure. professionally mm-hmm. or you're a handyman or handywoman, if you can finish drywall, if you can paint, if you can lay flooring down, especially mm-hmm. ceramic flooring, uh, flooring, you know, it's the modern ceramic, right, where it's, it looks differently right. than, you know, maybe our house from 20 years ago. We need you. Email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com. We only need a limited amount of volunteers, but those spaces are filling up. But if you can come down for three days, five days, seven days, you'll see our headquarters. Um, We'll feed you. Um, We're going to give you a great place to sleep. And you're going to meet people like Todd from around the country sure. that love Jesus. And don't be afraid to sign up and volunteer with that because you're going to follow all the COVID rules and keep everybody safe. Yes. And like we always say, eight pounds of hope because you're kind of yeah, – we'll we, feed you good. And where do you see the facility down there, the, yeah. the, the National Headquarters? It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. So, Todd, you, uh, you've been a leader for Eight Days Hope for a while. Um, share another story from maybe another trip. Maybe, uh, you know, it could have been Hurricane Katrina. It could have been in Nashville, Cedar Rapids, uh, when we went there to help out the flooding. When you just saw God move, it could have been through a financial gift. It could have been through a volunteer. It could have been that we had nowhere to turn, and, and he showed up and said, Hey, guys, I got your back. Oh, okay, let's see. Uh, New Bern, North Carolina, um, was with a group of people that uh, I just met on the trip. And we were working on uh, a 98-year-old, I believe it was Miss Mary's home, living in a home alone. And she was still sleeping on a flood-soaked mattress, and we were there, Mm. what was it, Steve, two, three months after the hurricane. Hurricane Irene. Yep, Hurricane Irene. Yep. So um, that several things happened on that trip. Um, One, we got flooded out. We went there to do hurricane rebuild months after Irene, and while we were there, eight days, we were there, only eight days, God had another storm come through there where there was flooding yes. and we all got pulled back to headquarters and yeah. there was a lot of frustration i might say the, not sure. a lot of people went there eight days to help work and we got pulled back to the headquarters and i think our spirits were calmed i know mike was leading worship on that trip i believe mm-hmm. if i remember yeah. correctly yes. and we how many people Came to Christ when we came back that day, Steve, and we were just we went to, to the That's meeting right. pavilion. It was raining. We were singing. We were worshiping, and um, we were there to rebuild. And thought, hey, we need to help this community. God had other plans. He wanted to heal some people in this volunteer group. Mm-hmm. And that day was it twenty eight, Steve? Is that the yeah. number that I remember? Yes. So think about that, Mike. Mm-hmm. Volunteers coming from around the country to work with to serve, right? A ministry. Mm-hmm. You assume. They must know Jesus, because why would they leave the comforts of their own home to sleep on an air mattress? Uh, (laughs) There actually was a nice facility. It was a beautiful camp. Mm -hmm. And yet, because of a storm, we have to pivot. There you go. We bring everyone back, and we pray, okay, Lord, what do you want us to do? And I know clearly, I was in a, a circle of prayer, and we knew clearly that God wanted us to 
encouraged a volunteer base. And so you led worship and That's right. you know, we did karaoke, Christian karaoke, That's of right. course. And but we had some people share their testimonies and then mm. we did an altar call. That's right. Now again, different denominations believe mm-hmm. in maybe some different things, but but what God did that day, Todd, um, we had dozens of volunteers meet Jesus for the very first mm-hmm. time on a mission trip. They got introduced to Jesus. Yeah. Go ahead, Todd. Um, that, yeah, that was, I mean, I, I that trip, uh, another thing that happened on that trip, on that trip was that I had a guy in my group that we were rebuilding Miss Mary's house, and he, he came to me mid-morning, about midway through the week, and he was having issues with his eyes. He had uh, an eye issue. One of his eyes was kind of clouding up, blurring over. Well, we, he went and got uh, medical help, and here he had like a detached retina. I don't know exactly what it was. He yeah. had a, a major issue in his eye that required surgery. Mm. Nobody close by could could help him. We had to drive three hours to the closest uh, going west. What would the, is the first city there? Um, I think we took him to Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, okay. Um, we went there. A surgeon performed some type of emergency um, eye surgery, and while he was there, he was talking to the doctor, um, and the doctor happened to not only be familiar with Pamlico County, but he came from or had family in Pamlico County, and when John, can I say his name? It was John. I oh, just absolutely. Sure, yeah. So when when John shared the story that his this was his first mission trip and he came down here he's got the now he's got this eye issue and the surgeon finishes the work and they they let him go back you know he came back to Newburn to the campgrounds because he rode with me he was going to ride back with me and when he went up to the counter the, the doctor came out there and told him and this was. I mean, this was thousands of dollars worth of surgery. Oh, six thousand dollars. The surgeon, hmm. six thousand. Okay, you remember? Oh, yes. Six thousand, and he came and he told John. He said, "You are here doing the work that would not get done, and you have brought so much to this home county of mine that there's no way I'm going to charge you for the surgery." Oh my goodness! Is that great? He performed That's the God. entire surgery, all of that, and never charged me really? any. Wow. I never heard that. <laughs> it, really? What, where does that happen? Yeah. Where, why am I so surprised? I mean, it's and, amazing. And, 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 and a little bit more to this story is the gentleman at that point had just lost his job recently or it ended oh, wow. his, and, and he was without yeah. insurance. And he knew there was a yeah. chance he was going to have to have the surgery down the road a little bit, but to have, to have it done outside of where yeah. you live and then to have a guy say, hey, you're using your gifts. I'm going to use mine to bless you. What an amazing... So, Testimony. <laughs> the gentleman lost uh, lost his job, didn't have insurance, and he still volunteered to he come did. out and serve. And That's I rem- amazing. And I remember saying, you know, what else am I going to do, Steve? You know, as I wait for my next door to open. Um, but yeah, that I forgot about that until you brought it up, Todd. How how cool is that, that? Awesome. man? Yeah. Hey, thank you for joining Hope Reigns. Um, We've been talking to Todd Kandel. He's one of the leaders of 8 Days of Hope. More information about the ministry, go to 8dayshope.com. Go to the Facebook page or the website uh, or the YouTube channel or Instagram or Twitter and uh, learn more about what God's doing. Todd, we are out of time, but thank you so, so much. We appreciate your leadership. We appreciate who you are uh, in Christ. Uh, we, we thank God for you. And, and I'll selfishly say, and I know I speak for Mike, mm. I'm thankful that 
you know, God allows me to be your friend because Absolutely. you model, I've seen mm. you, Todd, in the craziest of moments where most people in the flesh want to pull out their hair, scream, and, and run. <laughs> and and you, you remind me of some past leaders I've worked with in the corporate world where they stay very calm. Let's get our thoughts together. Let us pray, and we'll come to a decision. And thank you for your leadership. And Steve, Thank I'm you. glad you said that because in the moment you'll be praying for Todd. But Todd, when I meet somebody and and just get to know them, names pop in my head, pop into my head, titles, and I've I've always I've never said this to you, but I've always in my head called you the man of peace. Oh, uh, because I, like that. I remember seeing you in Buffalo uh, the last event that we did, yeah. and things were you know a different event, sure. and th- a lot of things fell on your plate, and you just came out with this peaceful smile, and you know it. gave some directions. It Love was it. awesome. Love it. Hey, uh, let me say a quick prayer for you, Todd, if you don't mind. Uh, Father, we we just thank you so much for Todd. We thank you for his wife, his family. Lord, I just pray a blessing over him uh, during this holiday season. I pray that he's getting recharged and connected not only with you, Father, but with his loved ones. Father, keep him safe. Thank you for uh, who he is in you. Uh, Thank you for his friendship, Father. We we just praise you. That Father Mike and I and the other leaders get mm-hmm. to hang out with Todd, a man right. of wisdom, a man of integrity and character. Lord, bless him, keep him safe. Father, selfishly, I pray, Father, that he stays connected with the ministry of 80s Hope for decades to come, Father, because you have gifted him so uniquely. Yes. But Father, um, protect his health, his finances. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Thank you, brother. All right. Thank you. God bless you, man. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. All right. See you guys. Goodbye. Woo, Todd Kandel, one of the leaders you. of Eight Days of Hope. That's what makes Eight Days of Hope special, sure. uh, Mike. 160 leaders. He's one of them. He doesn't get paid. He travels mm. the country. He brings amazing gifts to the table. He's one of the reasons why we've rebuilt 7,000 homes mm. for free all in the name of Jesus. I only got a minute, but what goes through your mind? You know, stand up and volunteer because... I see it in Todd. I see it in all these leaders that there's such fulfillment in that. I mean, we're yes. all searching for something, especially if you're retired or even take the time out. Well, you know, I'm, how many people just use their vacations for this? Sure. And they said, this is the best moment we've had on my vacation <laughs> by helping and serving others. And I get it. We're still in a pandemic. And so we're not going to bring thousands of people together until this thing settles down. We are still serving uh, following disasters with our rapid response teams right. differently than we have in the past. Mm-hmm. So you can go to our website and read about that. But if you don't feel comfortable traveling right now with us, we get it. We respect that. But mm-hmm. pray for us. Pray for those yes. who are stepping out. You know, 700 people served in Louisiana during a pandemic. Mm. No, nobody got sick. Praise God. Thank, nobody got sick. God, yeah. We served hundreds of families and dozens and dozens and dozens came to know the Lord yes. because of these volunteers. Pray for them, volunteer, and donate. It's your end giving time. This is the time we need you. Please, please, please go to 8daysofhope.com. Make a year-end donation. Uh, we, we desperately need to buy some additional equipment uh, for 2021. Uh, we believe that God is going to continue to open the doors for us to love and serve the brokenhearted. Please, 8daysofhope.com. Or you can mail a donation to our P.O. Box, 3208 Tupelo, Mississippi, 38803. Mike, we got 15 seconds. What do you want to say, brother? Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) 
and looking forward to the new year. Oh, man, I love you. And Merry Christmas to you, our listeners. Thank you for joining us every Saturday. Share the podcast. It's on our website, 8daysofhope.com. Check us out on Facebook and um, on YouTube. We've got some great videos on YouTube as well. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us. Again, more information to go to 8dayshope.com. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.